Hello everyone, welcome back to the Job of Circle Wrestling Podcast. This episode's going to be a little bit different. Um, we've been gone since uh, from this podcast since WrestleMania. Yeah. And if you haven't heard or don't follow our uh, main, I guess, normal podcast, uh, other than the, a niche. Our flagship. Yeah, yeah, our flagship that doesn't, you know, cover the niche market of wrestling. Um, we had a baby. Uh, we just had a baby, so yeah, a lot of behind on everything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as nor- the normal, you know, that's what normally happens when you right. have a baby. New parents, and um, yeah, so we got to catch up. We got to catch up. We missed Backlash. Backlash yeah. was a good pay per view, uh, especially mm-hmm. that Bad Buddy match and entrance. And you know, we don't need to go on about that. It was just that was amazing, and that that's was old news. Yeah, that's already old news in the wrestling <laughs> world. Um, but yeah, so we, we look like crap, or at least I do. I think I got I some do. ketchup here on my shirt. I think I spit up on my shirt. Oh, Oops. yeah. <laughs> These are the things we're going to do with people. The graphics today are going to be basic. Yeah. Um, we got the AC going because it's hot. Um, you know, just a lot of, just, just, just a lot of stuff you're going to have to bear with us because we're right. catching up and we're going to catch up by doing a little, a little night of champions versus, um, double or nothing. Yeah. Since they happened back to back. So what was your favorite, if you could start, well, let's start off with that. Um, obviously, we'll go through them mm-hmm. uh, one after the other to catch up here. But what uh, we're going to c- probably just skip the ratings. We'll more just kind of talk to them. You know, we right. don't know how much time we have before old baby wakes up. <laughs> um, so we're just skimming through them quickly. But what was your favorite match of the night? If you can just, you know, start with that. I'm going to say the four-way match for the AEW title Ooh, uh, with okay. the Pillars, the Pillars match. Honestly, I mean, because like... I'm like, you know, I'm not going to throw a Dave Meltzer. There was no freaking 10-star matches this weekend. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the the Anarchy in the Arena match was, was the most interesting, um, you know, exactly what it is. Yeah, you know, anarchy, anarchy in the, in the arena. arena. And those matches, it's like it takes a while for you to get into it because there's so much going on. It, like, takes a moment for your brain to mm-hmm. just... You know, or, you know, maybe you don't know what to pay attention to. Exactly. And I I think it takes a while, too, for just the cameras to get like what they're doing. And then it finally flows into, you know, because I think the beginning is supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be like no one knows what's going on. But then, of course, you can see as the match goes on and they get into their actual spots, then, you know, that's when it's easier to follow. And yeah, it's uh, right. It's very chaotic. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's just start with the the old WWE over here. Okay, Night of Champions, which Um, was originally King and Queen of the Ring. I noticed that they didn't even do that. I know. (laughs) What are they doing with that? I don't know. I mean, I've always loved the King of the Ring since I was a kid, and I mean, I guess technically, I mean, if you want to include the tournament of the World Heavyweight Championship, technically that was a kind of King of the Ringish, but I don't know. I mean, without King of the Ring, there wouldn't technically wouldn't be no Stone Cold. There wouldn't be a lot of. I mean, was he like the first, or were they no, doing that way before? That's when he created the Austin Three Sixteen promo after he won the King oh. of the Ring when Triple H was supposed to win. That it. was the same day. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, and then just King of the Ring. I guess I have a love hate relationship with it because right. you know when I was a kid, it was the best, and then as the years goes on, it's just like things like this or it's like been oh yeah you'll see who wins on the go to that WWE app and you know and then it the whole gimmicky thing like it kind of worked with Queen Zelina uh, mm-hmm. last year and yeah. uh, it wasn't uh, Nakamura no um Xavier Woods oh yeah see it worked yeah. with that but then if they eventually just drop it if there's a way to do King of the Ring where it doesn't like you don't need a, kim- a gimmick change right like, you don't need a full gimmick change for that I mean yes. like I said obviously worked for some people and then like I mean King Booker I mean that's one of his you know iconic gimmicks too but yeah. it, I don't know 
Like cool. Zelena just like casually one day drops the British accent. Or it's like, like yes, she's you don't royalty. Need, like what? You don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to do that. And I've always said, I've always said how you have the Royal Rumble and the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a shot at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I always have said since I was a child, hire me. <laughs> right? I don't even know who's in charge of the writing crew. But anyway, I've always said the King of the Ring needs to be the pay-per-view that sets up for SummerSlam. Whoever wins the King of the Ring gets the title shot for SummerSlam. Just how you have the Royal Rumble, you get the title shot for Mania. You want to make SummerSlam as big as WrestleMania, WrestleMania of the summer. Whoever wins the King of the Ring, they get that title shot at SummerSlam. That's I've been the, saying this. That's the smartest no, wrestling idea I've ever heard. Thank you. Nobody listens to me. Um... <laughs> You know, somebody will probably, you know, steal it and you'll use it now. But uh, hey, I caught it. Right. <laughs> but um, TM. TM. <laughs> yeah, trademark. But anyway, so yeah, that's that. Uh, mm-hmm. I said we're going to briefly go through this. We haven't even started the first match because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I have so much to say on the King of the Ring, but I just can't put it on to words now. Right. Because uh, we obviously weren't expecting it. That's yeah. not even a note we put on there. I, sh- I, I should have thought about that. It was a random that. thought. Yeah, it was a random thought. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, so Seth freaking Rollins uh, defeated AJ Styles by pinfall and the tournament finale for the World Heavyweight Championship. So first of all, what do you think of the new, well, not new, but, you know, I like Re- rebranded or renewed. I like it. Um, yeah, it grew on me at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" To like just bring back the old big gold, right? But of course, because that's what you're used to seeing. Yeah, seeing before, right? And then, but of course, WWE, you know, has to have that big marketing logo in the yeah. middle, which is fine. And yeah, that, I think that title is growing on me. I yeah. think it's good, but I don't know. There's still something about it. Maybe it's it just needs more time. I know, but there's still like even when Seth Rollins is holding, I'm like, ah, there's still so, like it still kind of looks like a mid card title. Yeah, it still doesn't really look like. Mm. But maybe that just comes with time, right? You know, maybe right. maybe that's that's all it takes. I think the big W takes from all the gold because it's not right? gold enough. Yeah, it's like it's like it, yeah, it's either missing something or it's like not big enough either. Right. I mean, it needs to be a little bit bigger. I don't know, but you know they're not gonna change it now. <laughs> but yeah, there's just something off. Like I right. like it, and the like I said, the design has grown on me. But there's just something off about it. You'll figure it out. Yeah, and it, of course, it technically is gonna be a secondary title because yeah, as much as they've always done that when you've had the two titles, like the, as much as they want to say like, oh, they're the same title, they're on par with each other. Like no, like the World Heavyweight Title, even before it was like officially retired, it was always that second title to give championships to other people that maybe shouldn't like or aren't in the spot to have the WWE title mm-hmm. you get the world heavyweight you know right. and and that's not for everyone that held the world heavyweight of course you had you know huge stars that win it but mm-hmm. you know no disrespect but like my first person that comes to mind is like Mark Henry it's like why couldn't mm. you ever give Mark Henry you know the WWE right. championship but that's it's like sad. no no he's world heavyweight champion so technically he was a world champion but it's like was he really yeah you know uh same things like with Kevin Owens when he and uh well Bray Wyatt actually won the WWE but like mm-hmm. Kevin Owens when he when they split it again before it was you know they came back to the world heavyweight when it was the universal championship it's like mm-hmm. Kevin Owens won the universal title technically he's been you know world champion or universal champion but it's yeah. like has he really why, why just give him the WWE title right like you know but right. There's always that, yeah, there's always going to be that extra, you know, layer to it, mm-hmm. you know. But like I said, there's people like Brian, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, Edge. Like a lot of big stars have held the World Heavyweight title. But and that's cool that the new, you know, bringing or them bringing back the World Heavyweight title is kind of going to continue that lineage. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I don't it's know. just like some wrestlers just got lost in the shuffle. It seems like. Yeah, and it's like you would never see Damian Priest versus Roman Reigns for the WWE. You know, well now it's called the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, which we're gonna go on about that. But mm-hmm. that's what I mean. It's it's already kind of filling that spot. It's right. like, oh, we're gonna give these guys a title shot that aren't really getting a title shot. Oh man, you know what I, I mean? was even gonna say too, like, man, Damian Priest. Like, I know recently they were like not using him, and now they're suddenly like they're trying to push him, and it's like, dang, he already has a main event title shot for yeah for the title but yeah you're right i see where you i see what you're right. saying it makes it's, sense it's like that's the title that's the world title to get you ready for the real world title it's like yes. that's the the world heavyweight championship is like the nxt of titles it's like mm-hmm. yeah you, you you're not quite ready yet for the wwe you know undisputed universal championship right but maybe we can try you out in the world t- you know what i mean oh, i just don't man. like that yeah i don't now, like that now you changed my whole perception on it because i didn't even think about it like that before yeah it's just like you know when you have the tnt and the you know all atlantic it's like yeah just like what i don't know right what are these titles basically <laughs> what are these yeah. titles that are just here but in this case i mean i guess technically it's supposed to be the, the you know i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt like mm-hmm. i said it needs to grow on me yeah but maybe i'm just spitballing here complaining <laughs> but you know because it is going to be the raw title you know mm-hmm. but um Let's go ahead and talk about the, you know, we might as well jump and talk about Roman's, like I said, the, the, the undisputed universal WWE championship. I don't know what's, why or what, why couldn't they just change it back to the WWE championship or the undisputed championship? Because now do you have a bump of lineage? So now whoever was the universal, whoever held the universal title is now in that same line or do they split up? Is mm-hmm. there no more WWE championship lineage now it's just undisputed universal like right i don't like i don't understand just drop the universal like mm-hmm. you don't have to keep the universal yeah just make it the undisputed champion or make it the WWE title again but now roman reigns has um one belt again he's one back belt. to one belt yeah. with the you know pretty lazy design just use the same belt let's swap out the gems for black gems mm-hmm. and just throw a gold plate on the back of it i hate the black gems yeah yeah it's not yeah when i so whenever we saw it uh, covered on the table, uh, on the TV, you know. You thought it was gonna be new badass design. I thought it was gonna it's be literally... like I thought it was gonna take my breath away. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, took took my breath away in a bad way. Where I was like, that's multi billion dollar touring worldwide oh, company. This yeah. is the belt they came up with. Maybe he'll come up. He'll he, they're gonna come out with a new belt. Uh, I saw this article. It was like Triple H uh, bringing new titles soon. Probably like a trios or something like that. Oh but gosh. What uh what I was thinking was that oh they're gonna bring like a, a galactical universe or the uh, undisputed galactical universal. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna keep going on. And, well, and honestly, it's getting to the point where it's just too many titles now. Yes. It's just too many. I know yeah. you want to include everyone, but Jesus, people. <laughs> you know, obviously though. I mean, I. Could be wrong, but the World Heavyweight title was just brought back mm-hmm. just to have, a, a, like I said, a secondary champion while yeah. Roman completes his 2,000 days as champion. Roman is the least going to – he's at least – I don't know. I See, that's what I mean. going to pass Hulk Hogan. I don't know where they do says. that. Where they do that. Mm. I don't know. He'll at least be – at least, worst case scenario, be behind Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he'll pass him. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few names – that have held it this long, so he'll just be considered one of them. You know, it doesn't really matter what order they're in. Or do they make him beat Bruno San Martino's record? I don't know. He had two, right? Yeah, one one it's, was right behind Hogan. The other one was like the two thousand eight hundred yeah. days or whatever. Mm. 
And that would be, I think we added that up. That would be like 2026 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, 2026. Yeah, we did the math. Jesus. So, yeah, maybe maybe the World Heavyweight title picture will will, uh, hype up because at the end of the day, yeah, it just might be the title to just hold off while Roman completes his his reign. Because at the end of it, when Roman loses those titles, he can just retire. Like he, because you think like what happens when if Roman loses the titles or when he loses the titles, like what's he gonna do then? Like nothing. Nothing. He can just retire. He'll never be. He'll never be on top again, right? Yeah, unless you have him feud for a while trying to get him back. But at that right. point, like I said, he could just retire. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be good to go. He's made his money. Yeah. So anyway, that match was good. We just went off more just talking about the titles itself in the match. Right. Yeah. But it was a good match. I mean, you know, kind of dream matchy, you know, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, Seth Rollins wins. So now we had Trish, yes. uh, Trish and Becky Lynch. Um, I really liked this match. Mm-hmm. Trish, uh, Trish is trying to make a comeback. Yeah, I think she's going to be on a lot of Raws going forward now. On a lot of Raws. And I think she's probably going to come up with something with SummerSlam because now uh, you have Zoe Stark in the mix helping her. Oh, like her yeah, little sidekick right. yeah. um, basically uh, helped her win mm-hmm. this match. So, yeah, that's what they're doing there. Okay. Well, yeah. So we'll be seeing more Trish then. Mm-hmm. Um, is she still feuding with Becky then? Yes. Yeah, so um, this past week on Raw, uh, so you had Trish come out. Um, Trish and Becky came out. Zoe came out. And, like, basically they beat up Becky together. So oh. uh, maybe Becky will bring someone into the mix oh okay I don't know, yeah. is lita still injured <laughs> lita, come lita i think she is actually injured yes um, mm-hmm. uh gunther defeated mustafa ali by pinfall i mean that was just uh you know Poor mustafa ali yeah he, apparently what they're doing to him now is i don't know if you saw it but he came out on nxt oh yeah um, he is on nxt him and barry two, corbin yeah him and barry corbin are on nxt and it's basically because they're trying to play out this thing that they're both considered free agents so they can go wherever they want mm. but it's like mm, do do they really or do they get sent there? Right. Because <laughs> they're just they just been jobbing both of them. Yeah, like the meme I saw when Gunther slaps you so hard you go back to uh, developmental. No, but this was just you know a match for obviously for the Saudi audience. Right. Um, you know WWE, you know they're notorious for doing things like that. Hence the LWO pushing backlash. You know it just that's. Just... I literally said, "What happened to LWO?" Because they were out every week right. before uh, to build up backlash, and then now that that's over, you har- you're hardly seeing them. Yeah, I guess they can do Mansoor versus Gunther because they already ruined him. He'd be he'd, they they'd shame him if Mansoor went back. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Um, but yeah, so there's that Gunther's. You know, mm-hmm. Gunther's like the Roman Reigns of the Intercontinental Title scene. Gunther's um, getting ready to become the. Yeah, I think he's going to become the longest reigning. The longest reigning yeah. Intercontinental. Because mm-hmm. who's the longest reigning? Like the Honky Tonk Man. The Honky Tonk Man. Gosh. Yeah, I yeah, think has the longest. Here. It's only yeah. like 400-something days, and Gunther's already in like the twos, so Get he can hold here. it out the, the rest of the year, probably. The honky-tonk man. <laughs> Santino, whenever Santino was Intercontinental Champion, he had this thing, I think he called it like the honky-tonk meter or the tonka meter. He would come out, and he cut a promo before every match, and he'd be like, the honky-tonk man held the title for, you know, 400 days. I've held the title for six days. And he would do it the longer he was champion. He'd be like, honky-tonk man held the title for this. I've been champion for... 30 days, and he would do it, but he obviously never, because that was like his Right, so he just announced how long he'd had it. And then how long the honky-tonky man had it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Because it's it's like his fake Italian accent. Yeah. The honky-tonk man. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, Asuka defeated Bianca Belair. We were actually surprised. This is one of the matches where, you know, we were just kind of like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, Bianca's going to win. She's going to be, you know, just a, uh, we thought it was like a filler match. Right. But no. Asuka's Asuka's using that, um. Um, 
smear stuff. What's it called? Oh, the, the mist. The mist. Yes. The when mist. she sprayed it, sprayed it on her hand. Yeah. That was kind of that was kind of cool. That was interesting. How like, she good won. finish. Yeah, yeah she, she spit it eyes. on her hand and then like rubbed it on her eyes. Mm-hmm. But Bianca, I mean, Jesus, she does not know how to sell. She does not know how to sell that mist. Oh no! Like that first time she did it, she was screaming her head off, and then they literally had to like chill yeah yeah and the next down. week like the next week they had to say on commentary like oh it was some special chili pepper mix <laughs> or mist that's why she was going so crazy and then like it's like they told her to calm down so then the next week oscar did it and then she made no reaction yes she just like stared at her and they're like oh the mist just missed her but it's like oh no you can see it's like yeah it's like it hit her right but like now she's not freaking out and then when she rubbed in her eyes she was like acting like she was stevie wonder for a second she was like and it's like your eyes are not even watery. Oh my like God. just keep your just just stay down. Yeah, like, you know, it was very obvious that yeah. somebody told her just to like calm down a bit. With that. Yeah, it was it's really like, awkward. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, she's <laughs> that was awkward. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that. But it was a good match. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a really good match. And uh, yeah. Oscar's champion. So let's see where that goes. Yeah, Money in the Bank, probably whoever mm. wins that. Yeah, I'll probably go after Oscar. So. Uh, Rhea Ripley with Dominic defeated Natalia by pinfall. That we literally that was like literally like yeah, oh yeah, seconds. A, a, a minute and ten. Oh yeah, yeah, it was literally a length. minute yes. and ten. Yes, a minute and ten. So that was that match. Yeah, what are you, what can you even say about that? Yeah, or or Rhea and Dominic and the whole Judgment Day thing starting to get well. Obviously not really because you got Damian Priest in there for for the World Heavyweight Title, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like they're kind of lingering right now. It like, what's going on with Finn Balor? Is he really even hanging around with them anymore? Hanging he, around with them anymore? Yeah, no, they're all hanging around each other. Um, but I think they're just kind of like I think eventually Finn will fizzle out. Yeah, um, I don't know. Finn will fizzle. So the Finn will fizzle. Yeah. Brock uh, Lesnar defeated Cody Rhodes. I mean, we know what is here. I know they keep doing this one. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry we're a little to... bit tired today, people. If you don't, you know, we got a, a month Thank old. You for admitting that. So yeah, this might not be why we're not firing on all cylinders, <laughs> and this might be why I'm just at the point where I'm not even giving. Normally, I give people in matches benefit of the doubt, but what the hell are they doing with this Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes? They like, had... you really expect me to believe in a kayfabe world <laughs> that Cody Rhodes is gonna keep trying to fight Brock Lesnar and being broken, broken down, and broken arm? He's gonna be in neck brace in a wheelchair, and he's gonna still be like no. Like, like Cody, you're not like they're trying to make it seem like Cody's so tough and right. you know I can do this and you know like the you know fighting you know for the universe you know fighting for the WWE universe and fighting to finish the story. It's like I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he tries with this and it gets over for a little bit in AEW and then it gets stale and then it gets over for a little bit in WWE and then it gets stale. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I just don't give a shit about this feud, but. You got to do something with Cody. It's yeah. it's losing when people when Brock attacks Cody and people are already starting to chat. Thank you, Brock. That means they're already getting tired of Cody's shit because you can see right through it. He's not being authentic. Mm-mm. Like you know, he's not being him. Jesus. Oh, is that the see? wind? Yeah. It's windy outside. See, they know. They know. They know. <laughs> the wrestling gods have spoken. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, I just don't know. What do you think about this? Well, the rumor has it is that. Um, I guess Brock's going on like, you know, his little, uh, you know, uh, sabbatical and I guess he'll come back around SummerSlam because if Bray Wyatt comes back, they want to do a Cody and Bray. (gasps) Oh, the lightning. They want to do a Cody and Bray. Um, but if Bray ends up doesn't, isn't coming back, then Brock Lesnar is the backup. 
So, oh yeah, see, maybe that's what Cody needs. He needs something different. Right. I totally forgot about that, Cody and Bray. Yeah. Maybe that might do something. But then again, you're just adding two people, as in Cody and Bray, that just <laughs> that need something to do. That need something to do. That their stories haven't really played out. In Bray's case, they never really played out. Yeah. That's so it's true. like, yeah, that's just like a placeholder for, you know. Right. I mean, what is what is Cody gonna do? <laughs> Does he, he eventually go off. after the World Heavyweight title? Does he eventually go after it? Because this whole thing of Cody is supposed to be finishing the story and mm-hmm. getting a title. So what, yeah. when is that going to happen? We thought that was going to happen fill him in. But... I understand what they're trying to do. Like I said, they're trying to make him look tough. He can go. He can defeat Brock Lesnar. He can defeat Bray Wyatt. Give him more credibility to be a champion. But at the mm-hmm. same time, all, you had all his credibility right there. Right. And you didn't pull the trigger. So now this is what happens. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, where does it go? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So, the last match was the uh, tag match. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy in the bloodline. Um, now, this is good. This one was a good one. Yeah. This um, good. I think the ending was uh, better than the match. Yeah, the whole <laughs> Jay Uso, you know, or the Usos coming in and trying to help and Roman not wanting help. And right. then, um, yeah, you had uh, what people are saying, the super kick heard around the world, the double super kick. Mm-hmm. The us uh the uh soup kit. The soup I'm what? trying to put like ooze or something like together. <laughs> so yeah, the bloodline is in shambles right now. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn retain. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, we kind of still seen the story play out. Um, solos with Roman, and then of course you got the Usos. You know, there's theories about may- maybe getting the quiche, maybe mm-hmm. getting Rikishi Ooh, in cool. there. Yep. Be with the sons. Yes. Um. So yeah, we'll just see how this plays out. Obviously, this is just playing off of the you know bloodline storyline. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen from here? Yeah. You know who's gonna be you know Roman's next uh, challenger? His own ooze. His own ooze. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we had um other notes. We had Roman Reigns Thousand Days. You know, New Universe title. We talked about that. Seth Rollins next big next big feud, um, not including Damian Priest, you right. know, fight Damian or you know have a match with Damian Priest on Raw, but who? Yeah, who do you think Seth Rollins feuds with first for the world title? I don't know. You think he'll have a match at Money in the Bank? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll see after Damian Priest. Maybe Damian Priest is just like a match to happen, just so like someone else can you know swoop in. Might be Lashley, maybe. Maybe. What are they doing, Lashley? He's missing, missing in action. Drew McIntyre is missing. Yep. Damn. Missing and removed from Money in the Bank promo low posters. Damn. So, I don't know about that. Money in the Bank qualifying matches have happened as well. Uh, should LA Knight be the one to win it? Mm, I think it's well-deserved, uh, considering what they tried to do with him with the Maximum L models, and they got him out of there probably just in time. As, as much as he's starting to get over right now, LA Knight, can you imagine if he was still Max Dupree? No. <laughs> he would not be He'd over be... even in Tad. But, you know. He'd be in the back with the, the other two. <laughs> I just hope they push him because this is kind of, you know, you can argue maybe they wanted him to get over him to begin with because yeah. that's obviously why they changed it to LA Knight. But it kind of seems like, too, he's kind of got himself over. And if you know the world of WWE, once you get yourself over without them wanting you to get over, they punish you for it oddly. You know, like right. my like my favorite, you know, story is Taz. Taz was popular in ECW and when he went to WWE, he debuted and when he debuted, everyone went crazy and 
you think I I just debuted in WWE. I got a huge pop. Yeah. What was Taz thinking? Taz was, Taz was thinking, oh shit, this is it. And they're like, you know, and then it's like, well, why why would you think that? He's like, because I knew I was already over before WWE. In WWE's world, they you only get over when they want you to get over. So he knew because he was popular someone else. They didn't like that. And, of course, they pushed him down on the card because of that. How when do you he punish against... someone for just being? Because they didn't make you. They being... don't like when they don't make you. That's the whole reason why they have developmental now. Back oh. then, they didn't have that. So it's like they want to be the ones like like when you, you were nothing until you came to us. And we made that's, you. Yeah, that's messed up. So then, like, in Taz's case, when he came out to a pop, it's like, well, I was already made. So everybody's like, well. Yeah. Or Taz. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that about him. It's like the psychotic world, you know? Yeah. I could be wrong in a lot of, you know, in mo- most cases are other wrestlers, but that's usually the, the running theme. Yeah. Um, you know, hence Daniel, you know, Brian da- or Danielson or Daniel Bryan, however you want to say it. You know, yeah. he got over on his own when WWE was trying to push, you know, people like Batista and stuff mm-hmm. at WrestleMania and. Yeah, they don't they don't like when uh when you get over on your own without yeah. without the uh, big daddy Vince saying so. Yeah, I think L.A. Knight is the only one that's been um oh L.A. Knight and Ricochet are the only two in the uh, so far in the match so far. Yes, oh, so okay. we'll see the others. All right. All right, let's jump over to a W double or nothing. You know, we didn't want to make this. You know, I know we titled the episode like um you know Night of Champions versus Double or Nothing, but in reality, you know. We don't want to. We're not really comparing match per match. But if there's right. one thing we will compare is the crowds. Yes. That Saudi crowd was hot. Mm-hmm. Even the backlash crowd in Puerto Rico. Like honestly, at this point, you know, I can't wait to see how many in the bank is and in, in, um, London. in London. Honestly, at this point, I'm all for you know international crowds. They're the best. Um, because yes, they are really hyped for it versus mm-hmm. the spoiled American crowds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, like, like, I mean, come on. I understand. I understand you love Vegas, double or nothing. If it's the theme, I understand that, you know, it was because, ironically, they, they didn't think you could sell tickets in Vegas for a wrestling show, and then you did. So now it's a yearly thing. Just why are we still have like, that yeah. uh, that Las Vegas crowd was a dud. You would think the partiest city in the... The partiest city? <laughs> Maybe it's because maybe that's why so many tourists from so many different areas, and then yeah. you're in Vegas, so you're I don't know people trying to be cool, not trying to just I don't know. I'd be know, hype if I was in Vegas. I would be hype too, but that crowd, Vegas crowd was a dud. They were quiet compared to the Saudi audience. Oh, like yeah. I'm, you know, like I said, that's the only thing we're gonna compare. But it's like that. I don't know. Yeah, that that felt like a very a very Kentuckyish crowd. You know, it was like just a bunch of yeah. old people and parents taking their kids to the show yeah and, you know i don't know i just i really didn't like the, the crowd didn't really get hot until the four-way match like midway through so yeah and that was like literally almost the end of the paper exactly show. a lot of, a lot of a lot of casual yeah. casual normie fans there yeah. um but the six-man tag match of course we had the hardys and hook uh defeated ethan page and the guns um by submission so there was that match mm-hmm. good good um you good know, buy-in I guess, match good buy-in match making uh, i guess the hardys and jeff I guess work his way back up, you know, yeah. kind of give him a trial run for now. Yeah. Um, but it's you're gonna have to hurry up and give the Hardys the. Uh, it's, it's pouring rain right now. It is. I'm oh, you know what? Is that vent open right there? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, where were we at? Um, Orange Cassidy. Um. Oh my God. <laughs> this freaking battle royal, this 21 man blackjack battle royal for the AW International Championship brilliant idea brilliant yeah good on paper 
But man, why are you going to have all those people in there? You know, you have people like freaking Brian Cage. You have Jay White in there. You have Ricky. Was Ricky Starks Ricky in there? Starks yeah. Was in there. You Keith have Lee. Keith Lee. You have Swerve Strickland. And you just give it back to Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Like, again, maybe it's Orange Cassidy is good for the casual fan, but is like, same thing. He's having the Cody Road effect. He's losing his luster. Like, there's only so many times you can just be so, you know, I don't know what the word so for it. So chill. So chill. So many times you're going to have your hands in your fucking pockets <laughs> and just win every fucking match. Like, what is going on? Like, yeah, you know. I was convinced. Best that... comment. I'm sorry. Before you say that, the uh-huh. best comment was that Orange Cassidy must be Tony Khan's Coke dealer because what <laughs> the fuck? Why does he keep winning match after match when he has a fucking, the freaking personality of a stick? He doesn't cut promos. And if he does say anything on the mic, it's one or two words because that's his gimmick. It's like, like his gimmick is pretty much just covering up for the lack of talent that he has. Wow. Same thing with Jungle Boy. I'm sorry to say, you know, a lot of people love Jungle Boy, but it's like learn how to cut a fucking promo if you're going to be a top tier, yes. you know, if you're going to be a pillar or if you're going to be an international champion. Have some fucking personality. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You just blew my mind. I think that's the smart. That's the smartest, best thing you said this whole episode. Yeah, about orange cassidy <laughs> yeah i'm just like I'm, I'm sorry i'm tired and i just don't give a shit about some of these gimmicks anymore people yeah this is real this is raw yes <laughs> no like <pun> why <laughs> why is orange cassidy still champion right now i know like i was gonna why say- is people not like people not like ethan page or something like damn right. how many times have they put him down brian cage you know yeah well why not swerve strickland swerve strickland like brian cage too must have must be getting paid must be getting good paycheck because like how many times has that dude got the short end of the stick like yeah. you know like you said him and bobby lashley and wwe are like on the same level like yeah the they're... most uh built uh uh you know big like patient the most yeah ever. patient jack dudes that jack are just like what am i doing today okay i'm losing to a fucking guy that's you know weighs 100 pounds okay yeah, they're like cool yeah i'll do the job <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that was that. Um, yeah. And then you had uh, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. Um, and this match actually, so this was an unsanctioned match with uh, Sabu for no reason. Oh, yeah. Sabu for no reason at all. <laughs> Sabu was just there. He just had to do, just there to do one table spot. And then he like hurt himself and left. Right? Yeah. He never saw Sabu yeah. again. Sabu's a real botch master. If you go back and look, look at sometimes I go back and watch some Sabu highlights, man. I do botch twenty four seven. And then my favorite part of the whole, see, surprisingly, my favorite part of the whole match was that any t- when Sabu was in there and he did like a he did like a move, he'd always like do the move and then do, he'd go. do his point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude. just the walking sal- like, uh, Sabu uh, highlight reel. It's like Jeff Hardy when Matt's in the ring getting his ass beat. He comes out. He still has to. You gotta live the gimmick, brother. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a jobber match. Yeah. And then by res- referee stoppage, I guess that's how they did it. It was un- unsanctioned, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. Uh, yeah, it was like unsanctioned, but referee. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. It's uh-huh. like, oh, I just let me punch him a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, if it doesn't count, went, then it doesn't even. I just. Went right over my head. Yeah, he just match. he just won the match by punching him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I was about to go off on Adam Cole. No. But I'm sorry, people. I'm I'm hating on all your favorites today, but Adam <laughs> Cole, 
Never got it. Never got it. The yeah. reason why I stopped watching AEW, or uh, not AEW, the reason why I stopped watching NXT and just barely got back into it again because I was a big NXT fan until the whole Adam Cole and Undisputed Era. It's like, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't get it, guys. What if every time I saw you, I was like, Adam Cole, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I was just so annoyed by that. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's anyway. okay. Next match. <laughs> FTR defeated um, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Um, and then you had Karen Jarrett. Um, I, my favorite part of this match was when Karen took out Aubrey Edwards with the Yeah, bizarre. that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and then you had Mark Briscoe as a special guest referee. Uh, yeah. But he did get taken out, so it, he ended up not even making the, you know, doing the um, counting counting out. Yeah. Because he got, uh, didn't he get hit or something? Uh, yeah, I remember he was like down on the ground. I'm trying to remember what happened in this match. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he got hit. Oh, dang, I do not. He just got in the way, I think, of someone. Yeah, what was I doing there in this match? But yeah, so uh, ready now to one. <laughs> that just um, uh, well, FTR um, yeah, retains. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll move on because for some reason I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah. That. What does um, that say about the match? Yeah, so. I guess so. <laughs> We're allowed to defeat Christian Cage. Um, there were some good spots in this match, but it was oh, just yeah. a whatever dud. Like, what, what, it's going to be a co- very complaint-heavy episode. <laughs> the ladder match for the TNT title. Yeah. Um, the only good spot was when he did uh, he did that fall off the ladder. Um, oh, that, onto like Luchasaurus, the, the yeah. Swan tine, swan tiny Bombini. Oh, yeah, Swantini Bombini. Swantini Bombini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then someone uh, needs to tell Warlow that when the ladder breaks, don't it's try and use it again. Yeah. But it was still an interesting match, you know, yeah. seeing Christian 2 technically in a ladder match again. So that's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah. We had Tony Storm and, uh, with the Outcast. Uh, defeated Jamie Hayter. That was another surprising one. We didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tony Storm is down the new AW Women's Champion. Do you think Jade, uh, well, I mean, I guess we haven't got there yet, but... We can just go over both of the yeah, women's match. Yeah, so Jade defeated Tanya Valkyrie for the TBS title, or Taya Valkyrie. Taya, yeah, yes. See, that's why I paused there. I was like, is it Taya or is it Tanya? Tanya. <laughs> Jesus, I'm becoming that wrestling fan of people. <laughs> no. We've just been through a lot the past month or so. We haven't yeah. really, you know. Um, so, yeah, what, what did you say? Jade Cargill uh, defeated Taya Valkyrie uh, to become 60-0. and 0. Um. Which was crazy, uh, but then Mark Sterling proceeds to tell everyone, you know, hey, you know, she'll take anyone. Chris Dantlander comes out, and they basically make it official. Um, and Chris Dantlander becomes the champion, like, within minutes. So I know. So, yeah, Chris Dantlander comes back. Uh, Statlander comes back. Yeah. Now Jade is 60-1. and one. Mm-hmm. And we are, we've, we've been saying it for months, you know, or since she got injured, that they're literally just waiting for Chris Statlander to come back yeah. for her to beat Jade. And they just made it happen right away. So, hey, that's cool. It was so really cool. Do you think Jade is now going to be uh, the one to go next? You know, maybe her Tony Storm is not, maybe not her next feud, but eventually, you know, within the next couple months, probably I before the next pay per view. Think eventually, yeah, I could definitely see that because mm-hmm. um, that's the thing with the women's locker room; it's very repetitive, it's all the same. So to see someone else go after a title that you know that they haven't gone after yet, you know, uh, that would be really cool. Okay. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, the House of Black, of course, versus. 
um, or they had open open rule or open, open house, house rules, rules match. match. Yeah, and, basically, um, uh, was like an open challenge to anyone. Yeah, and the acclaimed, uh, of course, with Billy Gunn, accepted it. Mm-hmm. You know, the best part of this match was, you know, the rap. Was the rap? Yes, I agree. It was the rap in the beginning. So go back and listen to that. It was yeah. The best part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> we got down here. Oh, then we had the last two. Cool. Um, the Fate of Foria match. We already talked, you know, about these in the beginning of the show. Yes. Our two favorite matches of the of um, I guess the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sammy and Tay are pregnant. If you haven't seen it. Oh yeah. That was my. Uh, that was one of my favorite parts of the match. That was pretty cool. Yeah, when they announced their pregnancy with the uh, the note cards that he does. Yeah. That was really cool. And I don't know. I don't want to sound too marky. Just complaining about all the things I did like or I didn't like, and now I'm gonna yeah. just say that. That was probably one of the best Fatal Four Way matches. I I wouldn't say the best, but I'd say probably one of the mm-hmm. least top five, maybe top three. You can definitely see why they all uh they all work good together. Yeah, all four it of was them. just you back... see why they're the pillars. Yeah, it wasn't just the yeah, it wasn't just the fact that there was nonstop like you know action, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but it was like the back to back to back, like it's like. You know, it was just like it seemed like there was spots all through, you know, four way spots all mm-hmm. throughout the match. Yes. Like playing off of each other, rolling into this pin and throwing someone into that person. And then that person gets thrown into this person and gets a roll up. And it was like there were so many spots. I like thought midway through the match, midway through the freaking 27 minute match. I'm like, how did they like remember all these spots? Like yes. these aren't just like, oh, I'm going to jump off. The t- yeah, I'm just going to jump on the outside and you're going to catch me. Like, no, it's like, oh, like. I, I go into this move with Jungle Boy, and then Jungle Boy jumps, and Darby Allen's in this in it now. And then Darby Allen leaves, and then here comes MJF, and then MJF is gone, and then here comes Sammy. Right. It was like literally like not just spot after spot; it was spot after spot interchanging within each other. Yeah, so so technical. Exactly, very technical. It was mm-hmm. freaking. It was kind of a kind of a a br- or um refreshing, right? Because I thought this. I honestly thought this was gonna be a stinker. I had a. I was like this. I don't know. I was like, if, you know, I just thought if they're going to do, you know, they want to pull a WrestleMania four way here, you know, yeah. it's what kind of seemed like almost like, you know, mm-hmm. we're like, you know, you two guys aren't, aren't ready to main event by yourself. So we're just going to make it a four way match. Like, you know, cause you couldn't put Darby versus MJF that, you know, they didn't feel like, you know, that was good enough. And then you couldn't put Jungle right. Boy and MJF. You couldn't put Sammy and MJF. So it's like kind of seemed like the four way, you know, but it, they made it work, you yes. know, with the four way pillars match. Mm-hmm. And, Boy, was I surprised! And then the spot where they all four of them use their oh their mentors mentors uh, moves. See spots like that. Yes, you had MJF use the crossroad. You have uh, Jungle Boy use the kill switch. You had Darby Allen do the Scorpion Deathlock, and then you had uh, Sammy do the Cold Breaker, Jericho's mm-hmm. other finish move. Yeah. And um yeah, and then there was that fo- there was that like four way you know circle jerk spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, where they they made a circle and they yeah. were all uh submitting each other right yeah exactly i think you had mjf was like in an ankle lock by sammy and then mjf had i think he had jungle boy in a um like a headlock and then uh i think darby island had like jungle boy somebody had somebody in an arm bar mm-hmm. yeah and then I th- or yeah i think sammy had had mjf in an ankle lock and darby in like a leg lock mm-hmm. and then anyway it was cool <laughs> I'm not trying to remember. I was just getting I'm just, ready to say. Yeah, so that was honestly a surprisingly great, a great match and a great mm-hmm. world title match. That, that that was good. That mm-hmm. was really. But yeah, yeah, a little power outage here. I don't know if you can hear that, people, but it's been pouring down rain this whole time. We've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or talking about they're doing this podcast. Jesus Christ, where am I at right now? 
Well, one of those days. We were talking about the Anarchy in the Arena match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a crazy match. A lot of craziness. I think, to, you know, to be honest, a lot of wasted spots. You don't get the camera angles right. And AEW, as I've complained before, doesn't know how to replay shit. Because I guess <laughs> that you want to you wanna hire me for your production team? Because are you just are you missing a person that just knows how to just go back 10 seconds, grab that clip, clip and it. instantly replay it? Like, <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. The, the only time they instantly replay stuff is on Rampage when it's not live because they, you know, obviously have, have the edit. time to go in post-production yeah. and put that in there. Do you not have somebody that has the knowledge to grab a clip right away and replay it? <laughs> like, I hate that. I, I hate that about AEW. And mm-hmm. I know we're tired. There's been a complaint-heavy episode, but I hate the fact that AEW does, like, there's you're going to have so many high spots in a match and you're not going to replay it right once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's so many so many instances where we're literally watching a Dynamite ran- or uh, some the live rampages because mm. we don't see them there. Um, and you're like, did you see that? I'm like, no. Then they're not going to replay I'm like, it, oh, so yeah, they'll replay forever. Oh, yeah. No. Forgot. It's gone forever. They don't want to give someone 20000 a year to have that job. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess, well, the only good thing about those that match was that... um. You know, of course, the the thumbtack situation that was pretty crazy. Thumbtack spot, where yeah, um, the foot and the, like, it's like they find new ways to just re- reinvent thumbtack spots. We're yeah. literally just putting your uh, mat's foot on it. Yeah, and then of course the exploding shoe spot that was pretty cool. Oh, I actually have I actually have something to tell you about that. What did you know that Matt Jackson was actually required to take like a fire safety? And get like a certificate to be able to do that in Nevada. Really? Yes. Wow. I gotta look it up to read it exactly to you, but yeah, he had to actually get a like a fire safety certificate of some sort um, for for the state of Nevada to be able to do that one thing. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, pretty crazy all up in John Mark's yeah. face. So. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun fact there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Good. Anything else to add about that? The band playing, of course, we we called it. We we knew that it, the the song was the song was gonna keep playing like how it was last Anarchy in the Arena match, except they had an actual band right. singing Wild Thing. Thankfully, they eventually no, stopped because it was not that good. I think they got tired after because because he, he sang it for like ten minutes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like eventually it was like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. The song is called Wild Thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Wild yeah, and I, I don't know why it was like. Wait, is it called Wild Thing? Yeah. I thought it was one of those weird songs where it's like. You think it's like wild it. thing, but then it ends up being like a different name, <laughs> like you know, like those songs that have those names that are like, right, not even in the song, you know. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, people. I'm tired. <laughs> I thought this was pretty good, so. Yeah, it was a good I mean, start. That's this... that's that. Yeah, we just had to get back into it. I think. Yeah, this episode might be a jobber. Might have been jobber, people. So um, I apologize for that if it was, but we're just trying to get back on track. Yeah. So what's the next pay per view? Money um, in the bank. We have Money in the Bank for WWE, um, and then we have uh, Forbidden Door for AW. Oh, yeah. When is Forbidden Door? At the end of this month. Ooh, nice. Finally. We don't have to wait 10 months for a pay-per-view. And then after that, I think it's like all in in August or something. Yeah. So, um, if I'm just saying, like, I, I know if AW is going to have all these freaking shows and this giant roster and all these titles, just have monthly pay-per-views. Yeah. At least every two months. Because Forbidden Door doesn't count. Yeah, because it's uh, with New Japan. Yeah, it's like so, a crossover. It's like Battle it's of the like, Belt or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? Do you, oh, if because they're doing All In, are they still going to do All Out? Because it's literally All Out is like in September. Yeah, yeah. They're two different 
two different pay-per-views. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Pretty original, right? Yeah. Yeah, all in and all out, double or nothing. What is a, a full gear revolution? I guess those are gonna be their main pay per views. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Forbidden Door maybe might be a yeah a main one. Yep. But yeah, it's good. It's yep. good. Before the power goes out again. <laughs> yeah, before the power goes out again. Um, you got anything else to say? Um, no, nope, I don't think so. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, hit us up on social media at Jobber Circle or at Caving Universe. Either one of those, or if you want to specifically follow the wrestling side, then it would be at Jobber Circle. We're going to do a, um actual Jobber Circle Patreon now. So if you want to uh, request um, watch-alongs, we'll do some wrestling watch-alongs. Uh, you know, request your matches or pay-per-views. Um, uh, check out patreon.com slash Jobber Circle. But yeah, yeah, what else you got? Sound, nothing else. That sounds good. All right. It's raining, people. <laughs> Goodbye.